0: Hi everyone, Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris and Rod, and it is Tuesday, October 18th, 2022, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. Um, Started the NBA season today, and, uh, you know, I kind of did, for today's newsletter, I kind of did a look back at last year's uh, NBA season to uh, see what, um, I hear an echo, to, um, see what's, um, you know, what happened, where we kind of left off last year. It doesn't really help us that much this year. Players switch around, teams switch around. The style of game, the officiating, all that stuff always changes, but at least it's something. I mean, it's always hard, you know, to start a new season, but the NFL, uh, six weeks done um, at this point. Um, I think it's time that we, you know, assess things in the NFL and look at, you know, and look at things going forward. And and I think we what we do is we look at, how many more times the frickin' Denver Broncos are in a primetime game and we call the NFL now and, and beg them to switch out? And I think we should get, like, you know, I don't know, five million people to sign a petition to do this. It's unfair to have to watch the Denver Broncos in primetime. There's been six weeks we've had the Denver Broncos in primetime in three of those. I Brutal. I mean, this is Brutal. not fair. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it was four. Is it four? It feels like, it's it feels possible. Like it feels like four. It's, it's possible. It's po- Maybe it is four. Maybe it is four, Chris. I, I don't know. You ch- well, Check yeah. it. Check it out.
1: We have one more primetime game against the Chiefs on December 11th, week 14.
0: Well, at least we'll have hmm. NBA that night. <laughs> right? Maybe there's college football bowl season starts by then.
1: Because Okay, so Denver-Seattle was... I can't
0: do time. it. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. I'm checking out of the relationship. Why are they doing this to us? Do you you understand it? I mean, did they look at this Denver Broncos team and say, let's run and load the schedule with primetime games with the Denver frickin' Broncos?
1: Was that Denver San Fran game primetime? I think so.
0: I try and forget, so, Chris. I try and So forget. that
1: so that would make it four. <laughs> right. That would make it four because they had the Seahawks sorry, the uh yeah, the Seahawks in week 1 on the Monday nighter. Well, who could forget that one?
0: <laughs>
1: they they had the that the 49ers the right? and then they had they had the uh the Colts and Chargers in back-to-back weeks. Yeah. That well, was a Sunday nighter that uh Denver Broncos and and 49ers. Sure that was a Sunday. Awesome.
0: Nighter. Awesome. Right? So, yeah, I'm, sure I'm, done, I'm done, man. I'm done with this ten. Denver Broncos. <laughs> I mean, what the hell is this? What's going on, man? It's like let's take let's take the crappiest part of our crappy game that we beaten into the ground, right? I mean everyone's seen now what they do is they try to make it now now that this is normal, right? Like this whole thing where it's like if a team has the ball in the last two minutes of the game after a two-minute warning and the other team doesn't have any timeouts, the game is essentially over. It used to be the way the clock ran and everything like that is that they had to get another first down regardless. You know, and it's like they should change the game that the last five minutes the way the clock stops in the last five minutes and the clock management stops, even though it used to stop all the time. Right? The, the way the clock stops that there should also be some sort of reset as the way the play clock works to make the last two minutes of the game more exciting. But last night's game. Not exciting. And how many games have we seen this year where the freaking punt returner can't hold on to the ball? I mean, how many games? I mean, I had, De- we had, we all had Denver, right? We all won, right? Last night, I think every capper on our site won. We all had Denver in the points or the under. And, you know, in some cases, both. But, I mean, how many games are we going to see settled by a guy dropping the punt? We saw it in the Bears Commanders game. LSU, every single game that they're in, um, they, the guy drops the punt. Um, I don't know. Almost a, it seems that every game is is decided by a guy that can't feel the feel the kick. When did this happen?
2: When did people got butterfingers?
0: I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, when did this happen? It. it used to kind of be an automatic, like the extra point.
2: Yeah, yeah like the automatic. Yeah, with more extra points. Well, the, the extra ones they moved back a little. They made you kick farther away. But but yeah, more dropped drop balls. I was noticed as well too.
0: Maybe they're not a lot of sticky stuff in the NFL anymore. <laughs> what not they putting sticky stuff on gloves? I don't know. We don't want to say sticky stuff around
1: Ruflo. I, I <laughs> I he always that. takes
0: it to a whole <laughs> new level, man. It's like it's either it either goes. There's only two ways it goes. One way we don't even want to know. The other one is Cinnabon. It's like there's only two ways that this thing goes. Neither of them are good.
1: Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't desecrate the name of Cinnabon. <laughs> you got
0: secret around here. <laughs> sticky Cinnabon. It's like, yeah. it's the automatic, man. It's like, it's like sticky buns, pecans, cinnamon, cinnamon rolls, Cinnabon. Oh. Didn't they come up with like a Cinnabon cereal? It's like it's yeah, cereal, but yeah, it's Cinnabon. That's yeah, good. for you. That's good for you.
1: <laughs> it's got the it's got the eleven vitamins and minerals. Yeah, you need.
0: ever since ever, ever since ever since cereal. B, I mean, was there ever a creepier cereal guy than King Vitamin? I mean, whoa, <laughs> creep ass, man. That, that guy's so creepy. <laughs> like, I like that. I like like when we were when I was a kid. They used to call all these um, all these uh, cereals, you know. Like it used to be sugar pops, sugar frosted flakes, sugar smacks, and then all of a sudden it's like get sugar the hell out of here. You know, it's like What's well, the still yeah. load it with sugar. I mean, so we're not going to put sugar in there. Oh no, we're going to put more sugar than ever before. We're just going to take it out. We're time. just not going to. Yeah, we're just not going to announce that we have
2: sugar in there. So <laughs> the Maple Leafs, Maple Leafs, vitamins and minerals. and minerals.
0: The the minus five fifty, uh, yesterday. <sighs> yeah. So, what's worse, the team losing that, or anyone that bet it?
1: Well, I think any, I think any. No, I, well, I would say, I would say anyone that bet it, because if you're a Leafs fan, that's the kind of loss you, you've come to expect. And maybe that, maybe the, the the fact that you have to expect that is worse. I don't know. But
0: uh, and we talked yeah. about it on the show, and I like, you know, I read off the odds, and I was like, this has got to be a mistake.
2: I, that I, a half. I figured they'd be close, but I didn't think they would lose. I figured they would do. It's been 20 years since the Leafs have uh, won against uh, the Coyotes in at regulation home. at home. It's nuts. Just say that, Coyotes got their number. Crazy, right? Shit. Ooh, 550, the Leafs are going to win. But I better bet that. But I mean, that was probably a parlay killer yesterday. Yeah. How many people jab that into your parlay? Oh, that's a lock. Put
0: that in there. Did not like it. Did not understand oh. it on the show. And neither did my dog, Sam. I mean, He's yeah. pissed. <laughs> Just don't even say Denver Broncos primetime around here. <laughs> <laughs> no freaking way, man. It's like, it's like. What? <laughs> He's like, How is that even possible? <laughs> it's like there's how many teams are there in the league again? And how many primetime games are there? There's three primetime games a week, so we're six. So there's eighteen possible scenarios, right? I mean, just really quickly. So eighteen times times two is thirty six teams. So that would be four teams that would play twice if you if you spread it equitably across the league. But Denver's played four times in primetime. We did have an extra primetime game, right? We had one extra. (laughs) Yeah, the extra Monday nighter, but still. (laughs) So it's 38 possibilities of primetime with 32 teams, but Denver has ball hogged it, Ruffalo style, four times.
1: (laughs) Been called a ball hog in a while. (laughs) Yeah, it has
0: been a while since we've called you a ball hog. He is a ball hog, total ball hog. Now that hockey's back, you're doing hockey, NBA. Jay Briggs did his first NBA video, rundown style. That I I came up with that name, Jam Session. You like that? Nice. Good one, right? Good one. Yeah. yeah, he was surprised. Like I pulled it, you know, it was just we're talking, he's like, he, I'm like, well, What would you call it? He's like, I called it the rundown. I'm like, You can't do that. He's like, like, you gotta call it something else, like jam session, Jay's jam session. He's like, That's pretty good. that's how it happens (laughs) just like that and then uh he he calls robert williams marcus williams in the video and then i thought i deleted that video because he sent me another one but actually i just posted the same one again so i lost like a thousand views off his video for the the kid but uh you know it's day one and he's gonna get better and better at it and you know i showed him my first video my spotlight game We've all seen that one before. So <laughs> nothing pretty about that, you know. Nothing pretty about it. Anyways, man, we've got NBA today. We've got the Sixers and the Celtics. These teams hate each other's guts to begin with, Chris. These are these are these teams not friends. Not friends. Um, you know, the Celtics made it to the NBA Finals last year. They got. They got beat up, you know, they got crushed, you know, once they got there. There's no clear favorite here, you know, in the NBA this season to go all the way. I'll make one. I'll say mine. I like the Miami Heat. I think they go all the way. They stay healthy. Last year, I think they just weren't healthy. When they're healthy, now, I mean, now they're loaded. Kyle Lowry, Harrow. You know, it's like, if these guys can stay healthy, and it's like, they last year, by the time they got to the playoffs, nobody was, they had nobody. Harrell was gone, right? I mean, they were yeah, they had they nobody. Injured,
2: injuries kicked their butt last season.
0: I believe the NFL can only schedule five games for one team per year. I usually see how many Cowboys games there are before the season starts. Primetime. No, I, I, I know that, but... But the Denver frickin' Broncos, because the thing is, is that these Sunday night games, they can change them in and out on us yeah. after week eight, right? I don't want to see any more Denver Broncos on primetime. <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, no more Denver <laughs> I'm frickin' Broncos. done. Slide more Broncos in there. Yeah. I mean, how
0: done am I with this? Chris, what's the total points for Broncos in these four primetime outings that they've had? The total uh, points that they've scored, or, you know...
1: I know they had they had sixteen against the Seahawks. They had ten or eleven against the uh, the forty ers they had sixteen last night and nine against Nicole.
0: Yeah. They haven't broke the three touchdown barrier in any of these games. Normally the primetime, at least you get some excitement, you know? At least something, you know.
1: At least take me at least,
0: at least take me out to dinner, right? Or a movie. I mean, I'm qual- well, I'm, we're quality guys here. We don't put out without a movie, you know? Yeah, 50, 53 points in the four games. <laughs> <It's> like,
2: right? <laughs> I, I thought they were going to score a touchdown. I was all excited. I was like, ooh, they're going to score a touchdown at the end of the first half.
0: Yeah, no. I'm not, not that really kind of forward. guy. I don't put out without a movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 all right, I am that kind of guy. What the hell? Um, anyways, Sixers and Celtics. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, you're right. These two teams
1: do not like each other, and, I, and that for that reason, I like the under. I expect this to be, uh, you know, a fairly physical matchup from the opening tip. I, I look for these two teams to really sort of, you know, bang around inside, and, and for this to be sort of a first 100, maybe 105 wins kind of game. You know, three of the lo- the four meetings last year would have went under this total. We were two and two to the over under, but you know, one of those games was I think lined around uh, 210. Now we're sitting around 216 and a half. I, I like the uh, I like the
2: under in this one. Rod. I like uh I like the 76ers here. I like Embiid and company to uh come into Boston and get themselves a win here. You look the Boston team's still gonna be good, but uh they're definitely gonna miss uh, Robert Williams. Uh he had a breakout season last year, uh huge on defense, hundred and thirty four blocks, third in, in the NBA, uh with blocks and uh without him in there. Uh, I think Embiid runs wild in the middle and uh because he would normally be in there and uh, blocking it be, and uh, I don't think he's going to be able to do that. And I think the 76ers take advantage and uh, grab the win here. So I'll
0: take the 76ers' money line.
2: Yeah, I so heard him
0: and bead, you know, last night saying, if I got to watch the Fick and Broncos one more time in prime time, <laughs> <laughs> someone's going to pay. It's like, <laughs> my wife has a saying. My wife has a saying. <laughs> she hasn't, I, you know, I, I, I looked at my videos, and the last time my wife appeared in a video was. Was, was February 14th, 2009. It was the last time she was on the air with me. And um, I had hair back then. Um, I was running marathons. I was just like just paper thin. And I was like, I was like emaciated thin. And um, it was like 130 pounds. And um, my wife was like on her way to yoga. She sat down on the couch. She didn't realize I was doing the video at the time. So, um, but she has a saying, Mitch is miserable, everyone's miserable. And I'll tell you what, man, it was a rough I'll night. Agree with that. It was a rough night. It was a, it was a rough night at the Wilson house. <laughs> it's like, I think the Broncos might go for a field goal tap here. man <laughs> it's like, hmm, it's like, it's a, sometimes you got to just wonder. And it's like, you know. Russell Wilson, like the whole running for your life thing, you know, from the get-go, it, it gets old fast, right? It just gets old right. fast. And, and, like, you know, if you're going to have, like, a running back that you're just going to give the ball to as a suicide mission, it's like Melvin Gordon's been played, man. It's like let's try something else, you know? How about a scat back style, you know, like crazy legs, right? You <laughs> Some guy that can really dance around and maybe, you know, like a uh, Daryl Henderson type, you know, someone that can, like, actually break one. Like I thought, Philip Lindsay was a good idea for this team, you know. But he's not there.
2: He's not there. No, no. he's
0: like he. You know, it's it. I don't know what the deal is, but you could sign like anybody to the practice squad now. It used to be like if you had X amount of years of service. Maybe that's baseball. But if you have X amount of years of service, you can't get um, option to the minors. But in the NFL, like anyone could be on the practice squad. Anybody. Josh Gordon was on the practice squad. He got away from the practice squad. Bob Lindsay was on the practice squad. The guy on the um, the guy, you know, it seems that like the guys are just, you know, they just use it as a as a mani- way to manipulate the roster. Yeah, the betting tools uh, picked the Coyotes in that game against the Leafs.
2: Well, yeah, they just old. them. <laughs>
0: is miserable everyone is miserable that's for sure alright I like the Sixers in this one too I just think I think it's tight you know so I like the Sixers though in the tight one
2: Robert Williams was in there man I'd be taking Boston all day I don't think
0: so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> we go to the next game. This one's now. Yeah, well, Russell Wilson did they put him in there. Oh God. Man. <laughs> How about the roughing the passer call on uh on Chubb? On Chubb, right? Who was that? <laughs> I mean it's like this and this is why like, you know, Miami fans we have a different thing. University of Miami fans, we have a whole different outlook on on penalties and everything like that. And our great teams in the 80s, like the Jimmy Johnson, walk the walk, talk the talk teams, we started the game with a 15 yard rough in the passer to set the tone. It was never a ticky tack little bump. It was never anything like that. It was a statement, you know, 15 yard rough in the passer, unnecessary roughness. It was way unnecessary and it was way roughness, you know. But this, if you're going to get called for 15, I mean, you might as well light this guy up, right? if they're going to call this stuff and the guys know they're going to get called, you might as well, man, just pin the ears back and just, you know, blast them. (laughs) He tried
2: to let up. I think he tried to jump in the air and let up and he ended up running into him. So they were like, oh, well, that's a penalty. It's like, what?
0: Did you know that Troy Aikman started uh, his...
2: You just pull the flag out? He's he's down, you pull the flag out. Like, what the hell? Did you know know Troy
0: Aikman started his college career at, at Oklahoma? you guys know that? No. Yeah. Started his college career at Oklahoma, played against Miami second game of the season, 15 yard rough in the past, and he never played <laughs> another down. <laughs> he, got it. he was out for the season, and then he went transferred to UCLA. Yep. Wow. Miami knocked out <laughs> seven Miami knocked out seven quarterbacks that year. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna set, gonna set gonna set the tone with a fifteen yard rough in the passer to start the game. I I, I like it, man. Set the tone. I think, you know, a little horse collar, a little whatever it takes, but anything's better than the tone that the Broncos have set for us. I mean, I, I just don't even understand it. It's like the year of Amazon Prime and the Denver Broncos. This has been misery, you know. It's like you had the Bills against the Chiefs. You had e- Eagles Cowboys yesterday, and you had there was also some other pretty good early games, right? That they could have put in that slot. Falcons the Falcons Niners was a good game. Yep, I mean Jay bailed on his Falcons, but that's okay. You know we're we gonna let it go. You know Kyle Pitts scored the big touchdown in the second. That's his guy, but he was on the other side. But you know we we're, we're not gonna talk about that and let it go. That's what we do. Anyways, speaking of let it go, they're going to give out the <laughs> rings the size of a basketball tonight in Oak, in uh San Francisco. Um at at uh at this one with the Warriors taking on the Lakers. The NBA rings have gotten about the size of a beach ball these days. It's no longer jewelry. Like it's no longer a ring. It's like I don't know what, it's like a cigar box basically is what it is. Yeah. I mean, the things just gigantic. Um, I haven't seen the rings yet this year, but my guess is they're going to be unwearable. Um,
2: They do that in the NHL, too. The NHL's got a big cigar box. They opened the Colorado Avalanche, had their big giant ring in the middle, and when they opened it up, it actually plays a video of uh, them winning the Stanley Cup at the end there and then
1: them jumping around the (laughs) ice in the cigar box with the ring. It was like, what the... I think I, I think I heard when they were presenting Nazim Kadri his ring, they said it was like six hundred and sixty-nine diamonds or something like that. Yeah. It was it was nuts. It was huge. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's like
0: Did you know it's that like ring. if you're a staff member, you also get a ring? Like everyone in the organization gets a ring. From it like the secretary, yeah. you know, to the receptionist to everybody. But the rings that are given to, like, this receptionist and the secretary are not the same rings they are given to the um, players and, like, the coaches and stuff. They're a smaller version.
1: Oh, that you gonna say they're, like, a, a replica or something?
0: No, they're not a replica. They're exact. They're the same ring. It's a smaller version of it. Yeah, yeah just just less blade. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give anyone a ring that, man, gets the Broncos the hell off at prime time. Anyways... <laughs> We got the Warriors and the Lakers. Steph will be there. Chris, what do you think?
1: I didn't think I'd actually be doing this, but I'm going to take the Lakers and the points. Um, you know, the, Steve Kerr has already said the the you know the starters conditioning isn't where it needs to be. You know, a lot of these guys, the starters, you know, like uh, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, they're going to maybe play 30 minutes a game, and they're going to rely on on the rest of their bench to sort of do the rest of the heavy lifting, but. You know, you got guys like Moses Moody, Andre Iguodala, Patrick Baldwin all out for this one. I think it's going to, you know, affect the uh, the Warriors here. And on top of that banner-raising ceremony, you usually see a hangover for certain teams. The Lakers, I think it's as long as Anthony Data Davis stays healthy this year, I think this is – if he can stay healthy, the Lakers have a good shot at covering a lot of games because he was key to a lot of their success last year. And it looks like he's got a clean bill of health coming into this one. So I'm going to go with the Lakers and the points. I think they at worst keep it close.
0: How much did you have on the Leafs last night? Oh, I tried to, like
1: early on. I don't bet on the Leafs. I don't bet on the Leafs early in the season. You know
0: you had them. <laughs> we all know because it's okay. You can say it. It's the it's the it's the Cinnabon giveaway. It was Cinnabon giveaway night. I'm sorry, I had to that. Rod. There may, there may have been casualties. It's like they hand you a little box as you walk in. It's like got individual Cinnabon.
2: I, I like the under in this one. I think it means lower scoring uh, than what they would normally see between uh, the Lakers and Warriors. First game of the season, legs are going to be a little bit slower. Before teams get up to speed, run a gut. The last four uh, meetings, they've all went to the over. But uh, I don't see it here. I think we uh, slip under the number. It opened 227. It's down to 225. They want the books trying to get you to, beg you to take the over, uh, take the under. I think we've got a lower scoring one. Then what we normally do between these uh, Warriors and Lakers, I don't see a run-and-gun style game here. Both teams get under tens. I don't think so.
0: I like the under. Well, last season, the Lakers were the third best over team in the NBA. And the Warriors were 27th when it comes to the over. We go to the under. Just using the betting tools. The Warriors were the fifth best to the under. And the Lakers were 28th to the under.
2: No AD. How many how many games did AD miss last season? He's a shell of himself. well oh, he's it, a shell of what he used to be. Yes, definitely. But at least when he's in there, they play deep. But he's not in there. They play this run and gun. Let's score. Let's try to outscore you.
0: I mean, the Lakers have no bench at all. They have Schroeder back. That's it. Because LeBron loves him. <laughs> loves him. I love him. It's like, should we get? Schro- oh yes. <laughs> I told him to get Schroeder back. <laughs> it's like everyone's like, okay. <laughs> We're we're good. (laughs) He's a nice player. I mean, he's not going to be the difference maker to win a championship. We got Schroeder. (laughs) All right. Go to our next set of games. We go to Major League Baseball. Yesterday rained out in the Bronx. But uh, today they're going to play in the guardians is from what i've seen so far it's still Savali against nestor the molester cortez chris what do you think i was
1: waiting for that nickname to be pulled out all postseason we finally got it but uh i'm gonna take the under here i'm gonna also lean towards the guardians you know i know aaron Savale. you know we talked about you know how he's maybe not the, the best pitcher to have in a sort of a winner take all spot but i still believe in the guardians bullpen and uh I think Nestor Cortez Jr. You know he's a solid pitcher for the Yankees, but he's also going to be on some short rest here. I think the Guardians can get to Cortez and, and ride their bullpen out to a to a to a win here, but it's going to be a low scoring win. I, I think they're under under the stronger play in this one.
0: You think the Yankees and the Guardians were more pissed off about the game being rained out, or more pissed off that? now they were probably stuck in the clubhouse having to watch that Broncos game like again. <laughs> like, Who's does gonna... change the channel Bachelor in Paradise is on? It's like, I mean, Jay laughs at me when I say I watch Bachelor in Paradise and I just keep the, the game on the other TV without the sound, you know, but it's like, tell, tell me it wasn't more entertaining than that, you know? I
1: really thought you were going to say it's. I knew it was either going to be the Broncos in prime time or the Leafs losing to the Coyotes, but I had a feeling it was stronger that it was going to be Denver.
0: In the clubhouse, they had
1: the game on. Okay, who's the, who's the most likely Yankee to scream? I want to watch Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, uh,
0: Stanton, Stan. <laughs> yeah. Least likely, Bader. <laughs> <laughs> Guy that doesn't know how to change channel, Rizzo.
1: <laughs> Who's most likely to cry, Garrett
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, during Bachelor in Paradise? Yeah,
1: I just wanted them to end up together. I just
0: uh, world peace, man. <laughs> it's like, I'm just, looking, just looking for world peace. It's like they're not here for the right reasons. It's like, what is, <laughs> what's the right reasons? What is the right reason? <laughs> Rod, what do you think of this one?
2: Right, you look at this one. Uh, this tough. Cause you got, you got, uh, Sovalli, he, I think he starts, but I think he's even on a shorter leash. And I think uh, you got Bieber right behind him, ready to come in there. That extra day is, is definitely going to help the guardians. Uh, they're they're actually probably happier. They got a day off and get, get a little rest. You get a uh, little pitches more, but also that Yankees bullpen will uh, get going too. So I'm stick with what I had yesterday. I'm going to go with uh, the Yankees here on the run line. I think uh, them at home here. I, I like Nestor Cortez. I think he's better than Italian to start this game. I know Italian will be there and, uh, to back him up if need be. But uh, I'm going to go with the Yankees here. Italian guy. Uh, I think, right. I think need man. Guardians needed it. They needed to win Game Four, and uh, I think the Yankees come back here. We want to. See, really, I think the voice of everybody says Yankees versus Houston. Here it comes.
0: Wasn't Talion the, the guy who ended the Yankees' one hundred and sixty seven game winning streak in postseason with the lead going into the ninth inning? But I believe he was. Was that his first? That was his first uh, playoff post. 167-0. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. 167-0. and 0. Pretty strong trend. I don't know, man. I think that uh, in this game, I think if Savali goes into any kind of trouble, struggles at all, I think we'll see Bieber. I think if the Guardians get out to a lead, we won't see Bieber at all, and they'll save him for Game 1 in Houston if that's the way they feel that it's headed. Um, I think it really just depends on how how the how the game goes and how Savali holds up out there, and he's pretty good. You know, he's not a bad pitcher. It's you know, this is actually two pretty good pitchers. I could see this one staying under. I think it's going to be way tactical. I think in these um, all hands on deck games, it's like you have to really, you know, it's definitely the advantage to the offense in the all hands on deck games because you make the move with pitcher looking at the next three batters since the pitcher has to stay in now for three batters. So you have to look at the next three batters, unless it's the end of an inning, right. Is, is the, is the asterisk. So you have to look at the next three batters, but then they can pinch hit, you know, anybody in one of those spots. So when you make those pitching moves, you have to go for the guys. They're not going to pinch hit for like Aaron judge, Stanton, you know, guys that they want to be there. If it comes down to the wire, so, I think it's going I think it's under is probably a pretty good bet in this one. We've seen the Yankees in the games that they've been successful get to the Guardians early. So I don't know if the Guardians are going to allow it. You know, I think the, you know, Bieber. Well, yeah, I don't think they're going to leave Hayes Savali out there. Oh man, him. how about so. Carlos Correa in the booth? I don't think he's going to be there this time in the studio. How awesome was he, man? <laughs> he was the best in the studio, Carlos Correa. He's goes, I've gone there against Bieber. I know he's Picasso. He's painting the corners. He's <laughs> like, he goes, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> he's like, he's Picasso.
1: <laughs>
0: he's awesome, man. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, he's faced all these guys. And he's like, he goes, Oh, he goes, I know I'm in there against him. Oh, <laughs> he's like, he goes, When he's on his game, <laughs> He's like, oh, nothing fun about it. He's like, you just do what you can to get the ball in play. He was awesome, though. He was really, really, really good. I thought I like the I like when they have the current player who's actually like a star player that they put in there, and you know, in the in the studio and talks about you know matching up against these these guys, you know, and and what he feel and what he feels about it, especially like so. Correa is a good guy for that. Who's, you know, also going to cash again as a free agent. Like, "Ah, I had a good time in Minnesota, but I'm done. He had, I guess he had like six or seven opt-out clauses in that deal. Go to the next one. Got the Padres and the Phillies. Two teams that I said would not go anywhere. So, I know nothing. <laughs> and um, I predicted that neither of these teams, that one of these two, wouldn't even make the playoffs. I trash talked the star players on this team probably worse than anybody, Bryce Harper and Soto. Um, I we always like Machado because he's got an awesome glove and arm and all that kind of stuff. So Manny, we've always liked, but most of the other star players on this team, uh, on these teams, we pretty much have put them down and uh, beat them into the ground, and uh, yeah, they've done nothing but. But uh, pretty much bite us in the ass all postseason here. Um Kyle Schwarber, you know, has done it to us, Castellanos. Yeah, and, and how about the how about these guys on the Padres though? Nola and um, you know, I mean these are these guys are kind of doing it all. I I think that the Phillies have been power hitting a little bit better, but I think the Padres have been kind of situationally hitting and piecing it together a little bit better than than the Phillies have. It's going to be interesting to see. I think the Phillies need to come out and hammer the ball, while the Padres, I think, are comfortable doing it either way. You Darvish, of course, another guy we trashed for years on the mound, starting Game (laughs) One. Chris (laughs) and Zach Wheeler, two guys, right? Two guys we've trashed, you know, for years on end. Um, One of these two teams is going to the World Series. I know that's.
1: <laughs> you told me that like maybe July first. I might have thought you were crazy, but you know it is where you know we are where we are. And I like the uh, I like the over maybe here, miserable
0: maybe miserable Bronco miserable, but not crazy. Bronco miserable. We're, ne- we're never letting the Broncos get off the hook. The rest we, of the should, we should we should get, we should get shirts in. I'm Bronco miserable. <laughs> it's like.
1: Sounds like the new coach was a Bronco i and Bronco Miserable.
0: I am Bronco Miserable, man. It's, it's like, gonna be you. I'm gonna be for Halloween. Well, it, just, uh, it just suck. I mean, it's like let's take the most non entertaining part of our sport and highlight it four weeks and out of six. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's have the tickiest, tackiest pass, uh, roughing the passer call in the history of the world. I mean, he didn't even knock him over. I mean, he held up, backed up. He tapped him. I mean, it was like this. It was literally like this. He was like, here, don't fall over, buddy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'll save you.
2: Don't worry. I'll save you. Yeah. And then then all of a sudden, a flag comes in. He's like, what the? God, I should have just drove right on through you. Exactly.
0: (laughs) It's like, here, let me give you a Starbucks gift card while I'm back here. (laughs) He storms
1: storms over to the ref. That's (laughs) what I get for being nice. It's like, (laughs) yeah. It's like I
0: even told the barista to draw the little heart in the phone. I even told them. i <laughs> the the looked over, but I got a
1: penguin. I didn't get a heart. <laughs> um, I, I, I like the over, and I also lean towards the Padres here. Um, I think this is a game where you know the bats are going to break out on both sides. You Darvish already given up four home runs in two postseason starts, so this is where the the power hitting of the Phillies could come into effect, but. I said it before. I'll say it again. This this Padres team is giving me Atlanta Braves vibes from last season. They lose one of their top players. They deal with adversity. You know, they look at times like they don't like they're not going to make the playoffs. They make a late run to make the uh, the postseason as a wild card, and then we saw what happened with the Braves. Not sure it happens with the Padres, but they, they're on one of those runs, and I think that the Padres could could uh, to t- could take game one here. So I'm going to lean towards the Padres and stronger play here, though the over. Right. And
2: for me in this one, I'm going to lean the other way. I like the Phillies. Uh, I've been riding the Phillies more than one occasion uh, in these playoffs. And, and I'm a Wheeler guy. I like Wheeler. Uh, he's 2-1 his last three starts. Uh, got a .6 ERA, .62 whip over the, those 15 innings, his last 15 innings of work. So, And then you look at Darvish, just like you said, he's given up uh, whole runs, a couple of starts. And uh, I don't trust you, Darvish. I'll take Wheeler uh, over Darvish in this one. Definitely, uh, I like the Phillies on this one for sure.
0: I like the over. Both these both these teams have hammered better than this um this season. So I think um the over for me is uh got it. Hit that mute button perfectly on that one, huh? Anyways, uh anyways um I think that uh for me the over both these teams, like I said, have hammered better than this, you know, this postseason. I think they have no problem in this one. This is one of those games where it just you know, I think it's going to be tight and could even be back and forth, but it's going to be scoring. you know, there's going to be scoring. and um, it's going to, this actually has shapes up to be a pretty exciting series. A hell of a lot. I, I think there'll be more runs in this series than there has been in all four Bronco primetime games. They uh,
2: score <laughs> more runs than the Broncos have
0: <laughs> all season long. <laughs> I mean, seriously, man. It's like these NHL totals are higher than the Broncos team totals. <laughs> the smudges have probably always given up as many point. What are they giving
2: up twenty eight goals in three games? Did they lose again yesterday? <laughs> halfway, the smudges? To
0: halfway to the Broncos team point. Total. Did the smudges lose yesterday? Oh yeah, they gave up six goals. Yeah, was, yeah. I was I faded the smudges on the show, right?
2: They've given up seven goals, seven goals, and six goals in three games. Woohoo, talk about no defense.
0: Wow, the crap the Crappitals won. Oh, yeah, the avalanche they were playing. That was, that was insulting, that line.
2: <laughs> I, was like, I looked, and I was like, what? You're going to give me the avalanche on the puck line for a plus 240? What? What kind of line is that? I'm in. Woo! Wow, the Kraken <laughs> just
0: damaged the Hurricanes. I mean, the Hurricanes just damaged the Kraken. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, man. All you got to do is look at the box score there. That game wasn't close. That was a, that was a beating. Star on, is that the star beat the Jets 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 Jets. They're no longer the stars. They're just one star. <laughs> they have two, <clears throat> two stars. Sagan and Ben. Do you think like and when Robert, Chubb... Robert, bun- you think when you think Maybe like three, Robert? Yeah, three. You know, it's like it's like you know. Sometimes they now that you also get the flag for the guy saying something to the other guy. It's fifteen yards for saying something, which should just be a fine, right? I mean, it's having it a penalty that affects the game is ridiculous. And it's not a play that affects the game, you know? So it's like, it's just, it's absurd, right? That he says something. It's like, Chubb, what did you say to Herbert, you know, that that caused the 15-yard penalty? I asked him what the hell that diamond was behind the Penguins logo. It's like, we couldn't figure it out. So I just like, you know, I figured maybe he knew, you know? It's like, hey, isn't that yellow diamond weird behind the Penguin? What the hell does that mean? The three rivers? The three sides equals the three rivers? I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's like all coming together in one spot. The triangle. It's like, that's 15. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I don't know, man. Jeez, I mean, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. Who got one the other night? Was it... uh Parsons, right? Parsons got one against Philly, 15 yards. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Chris Jones got one. Parsons got one. It's like that is not part. It didn't affect the game. You know, like what they said didn't affect the game, but the penalty does. That's the problem because it's a subjective call. I mean, I wonder what that diamond is too. I think it is the three rivers though, each side. I think it is. Rod seemed to be confused about it. Yeah, I I'm just, I'm just <laughs> see knows. I think. I think each side represents one of the rivers in the three rivers that flow into Pittsburgh. Where are they? Monongahela, Monongahela, Mississippi. What's the third? What are the three rivers, Chris?
1: I don't know. I'm trying to look up. I just googled. Why is there a, pe- a triangle in the Penguins? It's the them. three
0: rivers. We're, we're just going to say that it's it is sim-
1: symbolizing the Golden Triangle of downtown Pittsburgh.
0: Like That's I said, says, yeah. the Three Rivers. Yeah. How come you guys don't do a hockey parlay video? Oh, we can. Well, why don't you? We could do that. Well, why don't you? Why in the hell don't well, you? Well, do we can. That? I'll ask for everybody. I'm the voice of everyone. <laughs> everyone <laughs> wants to know why you guys are doing all these videos, but you don't even do a parlay. It's like. I guess we're going to start. <laughs> I think you guys should add a parlay i'll make the thumbnail nice okay what are you selling today chris
1: and today i got to a couple things got my 15 dollar nba slam dunk as well as uh my tuesday top tips nhl three pack almost swept the board on the nhl last night i almost swept the board on the entire card hoping to carry that forward into today got to that 15 dollar play in the uh, the three pack for 40 bucks remember to use that promo code 15 off, get 15% off your purchase, whether it's daily package, long-term, two for one, you, you name it.
0: How about you, Rod?
2: Yeah, great day start the week, uh, three one day. I got my uh, $15 bookie buster play. You can scoop that up and uh, play of the MLB in that one. Or I've got my uh, Tackle the Book Tuesday where I've got two NBA slab dunks, two plays in the NHL, and my bookie buster play is included in that. Jump on over. Use the promo code 15OFF, get 15% off all your purchases. But jump aboard, tackle the book Tuesday as we tackle the books hard today. Excited, starting to roll. All right. Chris on fire, too. So there's a good two for one cap review. Nice. And then check out the Puck Dogs because we got a nice uh, triple consensus going over there today uh, on the Puck Dogs.
0: Well, here's an interesting question in the comments. I don't show all the comments on the board, but I'll show this one anyone knows the pick dogs most profitable sport Chris you want to show it want to tell him how he could find that information out
1: yeah simply go to pickdogs.com premium pick section there's a a leaderboard you can see you know who's the most profitable and what I think everybody has sort of their niche and what they're good at but all the picks are documented uh you can see sort of how, how the cappers got there and you, you know, go can see, like I said you can
0: see if you go hottest cappers it tells you the hottest capper yesterday yep. the last week, the last month and the, over the last year if you go to leaderboards it tells you who's the hottest capper by sport. So like tonight we'll add the new NBA season to the top and James Clark will look to defend his title. I had the title I think two years ago for NBA I hit that was the year I hit like 70 something percent. It's the best year I ever had of any sport. I just couldn't wait to get to the bubble. I love I love it. That's right. I love the bubble. I love the bubble.
2: She realized this is like king of the bubble. I love the bubble. I love the
0: bubble. The bubble is awesome because there's only good teams, you know? So it was a little easier to yeah. handicap. It's like these, you know, the bad teams. I mean, Thunder Buddies are getting ten and a half tomorrow. It's like, you guys know I can't lay off that. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not capable. It's like the, it's like, yeah, but <laughs> didn't they lose their first round draft choice for the entire season? I'm just not capable of getting off the plus ten and a half with the Thunder Buddies. I'm sorry. It's not in my makeup. Not gonna apologize for it. All right. Go to, we uh, go back to the ice. What a disaster it was yesterday for some people. I think we won. Every, I think we won every pick on this show. To be honest with you, on the uh, NHL, right? Did we? I think between us, I think we hit every single game. You know, yeah, someone, those does,
1: everyone had at least, you
0: know. I think in every, every game single, had at least one winner. Yeah, I think I think the Mitchy Puck's birdcage hit. Pretty sure it hit.
2: Mine happened oh. to turn
0: into a one teamer
2: because <laughs> like, of the canceled Baseball game got canceled, and then you had a push. Or the uh, things that I have. I know. I, know, I think yours it too.
0: I had all. Th- I had, all three of mine were hockey because I did the birdcage.
2: Yeah, because I had the Canucks of the money line in the first period. Right, so that was a push, and then I had the. Uh, I had the Bruins. The I know that game. And then we had the under in the football. So it was. And then you had the Bruins, the Avalanche. And what was the other one? You put one more. trying to... What's the other one? Uh, there was one more you put in there. Uh, and I know you
0: hit it. Bruins, Avalanche, and... The Kings. The Kings. Uh, the Kings, yeah, that was it. Kings, yeah. Boy, I could have thrown the hurricane in there, too. What was I thinking? Anyway, speaking of NHL, it's that time... Skate onto the ice here. We'll hit, there's eight games, so we'll do four and four. The Devils against the Ducks. The Ottawa Senators against the Boston Bruins. The Columbus Blue Jackets versus the Canucks. And then the Tampa Bay Lightning, minus 320 against the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. Chris, what do you got to say for yourself (laughs)
1: Now, the couple I like here, I, I'm going to take the Boston Bruins and the plus money. I'm not passing up. Yeah, the price looks fishy, but I can't pass that plus money with the Boston team, even on a back-to-back after playing Florida last night and traveling into Ottawa for this game that's just been playing the better hockey. They, they've looked really good early on, and uh, the Ottawa Senators are still trying to figure it out. I don't think this is a spot where they're going to figure it out. I think Boston's just the better team. There's 13-3 and the last 16 meetings between these two teams. I got to go with the Boston Bruins and the plus money there. And I'm going to take Columbus, you know, battle the, the winless teams. You know, Vancouver, first team in NFL history to, to lose their first three games of the season while blowing multiple goal leads in each of those games. They held a players-only meeting last night. It's not going to help. The Columbus Blue Jackets, yeah, they haven't been great, but the, the Vancouver Canucks are on my no-fly list right now. I'm going to go with the Columbus Blue Jackets at home.
0: Right.
2: For me, these ones I like. Uh, I like the Devils here. I know the price is big, but I'll, I'll lay the puck line in that one. I, I don't trust the Ducks on the back to back in that spot. Tough spot for them playing New York and then have to play the Devils. Uh, Tired legs. Ducks don't fare so well on the road as it is. So Devils on the puck line of that one. And the other one, I like. Uh, I know in the video I did say the Canucks, but uh, I think you got to go with Columbus here in this one. The Canucks look awful, man. Someone's yeah.
0: always got to go.
2: Right? Someone's always got to go, he said. And uh, definitely the Canucks look awful. Uh, I figured that they might show up and look a little decent yesterday. No. The goalie gave it away. And that's the only reason why they got a push in the first period. They, they had nothing on the power play. They, penalty kill is awful. Nothing looks bright and shiny for the Canucks right now.
0: Yuck. <laughs> I'm going to take the Flyers here against the Lightning. They can go suck it. Um, I think that the Philadelphia fans are just pissed off that they have to play some team called the Padres. Like, What the hell's even going on over here? I'm also going to take the Anaheim Ducks against the New Jersey Devils, who are straight ass at home. They've lost nine in a row at home, the New Jersey Devils. They're the worst home team in the history of home teams. I don't care what sport it is. Who in the hell loses nine home games? They're minus 188. In this game All the value here Is on the D-U-C-K Ducks, Ducks, Ducks How in the hell do you lose Nine in a row at home? How is it even possible? I'm embarrassed for them Mitch is miserable Everyone's miserable (laughs) Take the Bruins also They've been cashing for us On this show We'll fade them when it, we'll fade them in March and April like a normal person. We all know that's when we, thats when you fade the Bruins. That's when you load up the boat against them. You know, April. What's black and gold and plays golf every April? Boston Bruins. <laughs> Unless they play the Leafs in the first round. <laughs> <laughs> Who said I don't think the Leafs are going to the first round? <laughs> Maybe they could fire the coach again. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway through season. (laughs) Islanders against the Sharks. Got the Oilers and the Sabres. Oilers, minus 240 in this thing. I'll have to take the Sabres there. Sorry, Rod. Calgary Flames against Vegas. Vegas is good, man. Plus, Plus 130. It's like, this game's probably a coin flip. I don't know crap about hockey, but I know Vegas is really good this year. This game's probably, and Calgary lost their best player. This is like a coin flip at best, right? I mean, am I, tell, tell me, you know, help me here. And then um, the worst name in all the sports, the Predators against um, the uh, LA Kings. Kings still have Quick. Is he still the goalie? Yep. Wow, yep. he's older than I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like it's Mitch on the show. It's like weekend to Bernie's. He's like, they just prop me up, dead where's that, <laughs> on the show.
1: where's that little twinkle? Where's that little twinkle sound effect he has? she's like, wait a minute, he's older than I am. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, seriously, how old is Quick? He's been the goalie there for thirty-four he's, years. He's in his late thirties, I think. No, he's got to be older than that. He's got to be older than that. I'm taking Vegas. Forties, taking. 60. I'm I, you know I'm going to lay the reverse 60. puck yeah. line here with Vegas. He's thirty-six. Sure he is. It's kind of like it's kind of like a guy a football player listing his height and weight. He's thirty six. It's like it's like a Cuban little league player. It's like he's fourteen, plus he give or take seven or year, eight years. It's twenty three, fourteen, same thing. It's like El Duque. He's like li- they lie about their age to get in, and then when they get older in their career, when they get older in their career. Then they lie about their age to go the other way because they say I lied about my age so I could play when I was you know younger. And then then uh, then they say, well, I'm really not as old as it says, you know. El Duque was like 57 <laughs> years old pitching, you know, for the White Sox and the Yankees.
1: It's like the scene from the bench warmers where they're playing Little League tournament. A guy comes in, brings a guy out of the forest drinking a bottle of Schnapps or something. He hands the umpire the, the bill says I am twelve. It's a birth certificate written in crayon with a ten dollar bill. <laughs> oh man. Um, no, I'm, I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with the Vegas Golden Knights and the plus money here. I agree. I I, I don't th- I think this is a coin flip game at best. If the, if the Golden Knights weren't supposed to be favored here, I mean, yeah. Calgary is a tough place to go on the road and win, but Vegas is just too good. And the, the golden Knights have won. I think it's seven of the last eight meetings between these two teams, the home team with, with to the Goudreau, 14. right?
0: With Goudreau. Did yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: The home team, the home teams won 11 of the last 13 meetings, but the, the only two losses in that stretch were when Vegas went to Calgary. And I think Vegas can go in and rough up the flames again. So I'm going to take Vegas and that one with the plus money. I'm also going to take the LA Kings and the plus money. The Nashville Predators, Rod, are making this joke on the video yesterday that they haven't won a game in North America this season, and you know, that's yeah, right. the truth. They, <laughs> they haven't been able to. They haven't looked good at home, and I don't expect that to change here against the Kings team that continues to play solid hockey on the road. And I think uh, I think they go in and, and get one on the uh, the Preds here. Uh, Kings six and two in their last eight games on the second half of back to back. I think they improve on that here. I'm going to go with the Kings and the plus money.
0: Chris, does Logan Thompson sound like more like a pitcher for the Seattle Mariners, or Absolutely. or a quarterback for a Sun Belt team? Kind of, kind of quarterback Whoa, for a Sun Belt team, hold on, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, on yeah. hold on. I
1: see your major league pitcher and your Sun Belt uh, quarterback, <laughs> and I raise you an offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos. That could be.
0: That could be. That could be. <laughs> Logan Thompson. UNLV. <laughs> Logan Thompson, UNLV Rebels. Logan Thompson, the Texas State. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. The Las Vegas Golden Knights. At Sunbelt Quarter. <laughs> Rod's like, Rod's like I'm, I get I say, pitcher for the other man Rod's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Sunbelt quarterback. Sunbelt quarterback. Could be a Mountain West quarterback, too. But I think Sunbelt. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guy that kind of goes to the practice squad for the Patriots, maybe. <laughs> right? <laughs>
1: yeah yeah. if you if you get a quarterback named logan thompson there's no way he's making it into a power five team he's going group of five all day
0: all day and
1: he makes it to the nfl practice squad sunbelt or lower end mac yeah. Like your ball state here. Oh, yeah. Ohio. oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: The one that's on TV the least. The one that's on TV yeah. the least. <laughs> <laughs> Not Toledo. <laughs>
1: no, Toledo, Toledo Central Mish, they usually get the good ones. It's 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 your ball state, ball Miami, states, yeah. Ohio.
0: Yep. Rod, did you give out picks in this slot?
2: No, not yeah. In these in this slot here, I'm gonna take the under in the Oilers game. It went up to seven. I like it. Take the under. Um, I know in the video I said uh, Campbell probably gonna get a start after his rough uh get another chance in net after his rough start. Uh-uh, the Oilers ain't messing around this year. Campbell, you're out. Skid you're in. And uh he came in after uh Campbell looked awful. And uh, I, I like him. He's has he's he been playing lights out hockey. He didn't give up any goals in Calgary after he came in and uh looks really good and the team actually looks uh they like him you can tell they they slapping his butt and uh, getting all happy when he when he was playing so uh uh i like the under on that one uh everybody figures we're gonna see goals yeah with Campbell in that yeah i would have went the over two but uh with skinner in that no chance i'll take the under uh seven in that one and uh i agree give me vegas yeah, vegas is uh been peppering shots and uh as gresky says you can't you can't score if you don't take the shot so uh that's what Vegas has been doing. They've come in and they've just been uh, second in the NHL with uh, pepper and shots on the net. And uh, whoever's hitting that for Calgary is going to be a long night because you're going to get uh, a lot of rubber shot at you, that's for sure. And, uh, so you got to go with Vegas and the plus money there. I think that's uh, – we know I hate Calgary. <laughs> and you got to go with the Kings. Kings are starting to score. They've scored seven goals, five goals, 12 goals in the last two road games. That's averaging
0: 60 game on the road. <laughs> Definitely fade the, the Predators. All right, I'm on Vegas here. I'm going to go reverse puck line. All right, we made it all the way to the parlay section. Um, Kind of right on time today. Pretty amazing. Um, Chris, what do you got?
1: All right, we'll go with the L.A. Kings, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Boston Bruins, plus money parlay across the board.
2: Mixed sport. We're going to take the uh, 76ers on the money line. We're going to take the Oilers under seven. And
0: we're going to take the Phillies on the money line. I'm going to go Boston. I'm going to go. Oh, this has Ottawa Senators minus one and a half. Nashville Predators minus one and a half. Cleveland Guardians money line. And this game's got to be tomorrow. It is. So I'll have to change it out. That game's tomorrow. And... The Blue Jackets, Canucks, over six. $10 pays three sixty eight fifty four. So the Bruins, the Senators, minus one and a half here. The Bruins have failed to cover the puck line in each of their last eight games on the second leg of a back-to-back against the Senators. The Kings and the Predators, the Predators have covered the puck line in each of their last 10 games against the Kings following a road loss guardians have won each of their last eight games as road dogs following a loss. And each of the Canucks last eight night games against metropolitan division opponents have gone over the total goal line. I think when the props, when the uh, betting tools like don't know what to say, they just mentioned the metropolitan conference or whatever, the metropolitan division, just, just to screw us, uh, just to screw with us. You know, it's like <laughs> metropolitan <laughs> division. It. It's like, I don't know any of these NHL it. divisions, man. Metropolitan division. It doesn't even make sense. You throw the word of the day in to try to, try to add some depth to the Indubitably, He's so metro-politan. <laughs> metro Isn't it like metro metro, like like a guy that's like fashionable or something? Chris is our metro representative. <laughs> throw the scarf over the shoulder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> yeah, but... Mm-mm. <laughs> i don't know man thanks everyone for joining us it's like Ooh, whoop, it gets to, gets to the point where it's like jay says to me last night at the halftime he's like hey man i like that shirt i'm like stop messing with me you know it's like <laughs> not known for the wardrobe <laughs> it's like thanks everyone for joining me. make it a winning day we appreciate each and every one of you man there's no better way to spend more than with all of you. Make it a great make it a winning day.